Hey everyone, before we get started, as always, please remember to like, comment, subscribe, rate, hit the notification button, whatever you need to do to get the latest updates when the episodes come out. You know, let me know how you feel about the podcast, good, bad, indifferent, whatever. I want to hear your opinion. The world, the internet wants to hear your opinion about the podcast. Thanks a lot. Let's get into it. Welcome to Japan According to Akil. Everything you wanted to know, or didn't think you needed to know, about Japan. With me, your host Akil, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Yo ho ho, what's up, 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 <laughs> welcome to, what's up, welcome to episode 156, um, quick episode again i explain what's going on with me schedule wise and a lot of different other stuff uh in the episode but pretty much we're just continuing the list i speed through it a bit but i still you know give a bit of info a few tips and advice plus there's a really 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 good uh supplementary video in the description wherever you're listening to or watching this so definitely check that out Definitely check out the whole episode. Definitely enjoy. Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode. What is this one? Fuck, I forgot. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot. Is this, what is this? 156? 156? Yeah, this is 156. Okay, episode 156 of the podcast. Um, I forgot I got some other shit um, for you guys. Go ahead, um, check the... Wait, let me see what I got. See, I, I'm just completely unprepared because I had a busy day and doing family stuff. But um, I think I do have some... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what you gonna... <clears throat> Yeah, that's what it, that's what I had for you guys. Definitely, I'm not gonna do a review of it right now, <clears throat> just because I wanted to do a quick episode. Let me make sure I'm recording. I forgot to double check. Yep. Okay. Um, I wanted to just do a, a quick episode tonight, but um, I last night I was on my timeline popped up a really really interesting mini documentary about um, <coughs> what 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 is in my throat? Okay, about the Nissan uh situation. And a guy who was in the middle of it, um, a foreign guy, really interesting, um, mini doc. I'll just put it as supplementary information. But, you know, as you know, longtime listeners in the past, like when the story broke several years ago about Carlos Ghosn being arrested. And, of course, in his subsequent uh, fly by night, was it fly by night or in the middle of the night, you know, great escape to lebanon i kind of wrote about uh i kind of commented about those things and you know um corporate culture in japan and how it can kind of turn against you if you are not really of the system um and i think that mini documentary just from the, the guy's words is done really well gives you a glimpse i i, I think it's not <clears throat> of course he's not japan japanese so um it's a lot more sinister and a lot more menacing than than I believe it was in reality, you know, just because um, some of the things, you know, him being followed and things like that, I don't think it was anything life-threatening or whatever, but um, I can completely understand, like, how he felt and how he would feel in that situation. And, you know, I would probably be upset, too, if I were him. Um, but, but you know, it does give you a glimpse into kind of um, 
how Japan, the wall of pillows in Japan can kind of turn against you, I would say. And um, yeah, it's just really good supplementary information. Check it out in the comments. The previous episode as well, lots of good stuff in there. Uh, again, I'm going to try and just keep um, finding supplemental inf information, links and stuff like that for you guys. I'll let you know um, if, it's, if, if I find something interesting, you know, even if I don't really talk about it here as much. You know, I'd like, you know, to give keep pumping information about Japan uh, to you guys, you know, articles, videos. I'm a fan of videos as well, mini docs and stuff like that. I just think it's cool shit, you know, and um, I was showing some shit to my wife the other day, you know, that I was putting in the podcast. And she was like, yeah, fuck, that's kind of cool, you know, and, and I think so, too. I like to be, you know, boutique. And also also another thing really before I get started, um, I, you know, I noticed like um, the episode I did a few uh, a while back about the Japanese YouTuber. I won't say the person's name, um, but um, the Japanese YouTuber that I um, responded to a very um, a video that he made that I highly disagree with. Um, that apparently has become like my number one video on YouTube, I guess, just because like, I, you know, I don't know. I've, I've attracted a few trolls, people talking about it, which is fine with me. Um, but but actually, um, I forgot her name, but someone hopefully you're listening. Um, if you stuck around, you know, um, I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, um, to write me that long comment. Even she she questioned my, my approach and, and my criticism of him. And I wrote a, a really, you know, I, I thought, you know, appropriate reply. And um, she accepted it. And she said, like, yeah, that, that kind of makes sense, you know, but. That's cool. I mean, I, I'm not trying to be known for that video, you know. Um, I'm not trying to get any clout for that, but I do appreciate having honest interactions with people. And even, even if I got to keep going back and leaving comments with people on based on that video, that's totally fine with me. You know, I, I'm just kind of happy that, um, that at least one person could kind of understand the perspective of people, me and people like me on that issue. You know, even if I'm still like, fuck that dude, like I'll probably be like, if I see him in the street, I'm like, yeah, all right, whatever, fuck you, dude. But, you know, hey, that's what it is. You can see why I say fuck that dude, you know. So, but it's cool. It's kind of, it's kind of interesting. That interaction made, you know, I looked at the analytics of that video. I was like, oh, shit, like, uh, YouTube likes that video. <laughs> fuck, man. <laughs> so, I don't know, but whatever. It's all good. Okay. So, anyway, um, let, let, let me get into it again. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do that much uh, of this list. I want I do want to try and get through the full list. I'm not going to do it this episode um, just because uh, FYI, just a quick uh, letting you know this month, April uh, 20, 2021, when this is coming out, it's going to be kind of a really busy month for me. Um, I just got the word like the other week um, that I've got kind of some VIP private lessons um online lessons going on i can't really give too much information about it sorry i just can't um but i mean not super super vip but i've done some vip lessons in the past um with uh well-known people and um this is kind of another one of those instances so i kind of gotta be on my tip top a game you know i gotta sh shave tomorrow or trim my my goatee make sure i look fresh you know um but um but yeah so um uh, it's gonna be kind of take quite a, a bit of effort because i'm working doing my regular schedule plus this in my in my evenings this month um i got like a special schedule for it so 
um, you know, which is normally the times I record and edit and things like that. Even that's why I, even I was like, fuck, like I kind of should do something tomorrow. But I was like, let me just record this and then I can get it out later on. Whenever this comes out, whenever I have time to get it edited and, and get it uploaded, I'll do it. But, you know, so I might not be sticking to the weekly uh, schedule this month. You know, I don't know what will happen after April, but, um, you know, for the schedule I have locked in uh, for this particular uh lesson group session whatever the fuck you want to call it is um uh, for this month so so whatever um we'll figure out what what happens but but just to give you a heads up on that um you expect some delays this month once i really get into the meat of this month just because um this is good I, I get the feeling it's gonna take a lot of effort energy whatever time um for me to really uh make this thing happen so but whatever it's 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 worth it <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it <laughs> so so you know all right but anyway whatever um here we go so so last time we we stopped on number 79 and so number 80 uh of the again continuing the list of think parts of japanese culture is uh ochugen and osebo now ochugen and osebo ochugen is summer and winter gifts so ochugen is summer uh osebo is winter and um gifts and basically twice a year japanese people just get japanese people love exchanging gifts right that's just something you gotta get used to um personally as a western person sometimes it feels like it's just a complete like exercise if you sit it's just like a meaningless exercise because like i give you something you give me something they have to balance each other out like we might as well not just give each other anything you know it just makes it a whole lot easier but that's part of like the communication the base of communication interaction which builds the base of mutual respect and trust and you know togetherness i guess of japanese people in society so it's just something that japanese people go through um so yeah um me personally like it's not a mandatory kind of thing but i have received um ochugen and osebo presents from students private students in the past and you know if you do get in those situations you're not obligated to give anything back because if you do you can't just do it once it becomes it's it's a repeated thing like trust me so my advice is you know, if you're in that situation, you receive a type of gift um, from a student or a client or something, just reply with a thank you, reply with an email, you know, oh, wow, thank you again so much. It's so great. Like, so delicious. Hoo, 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 woo, woo. Something like that. Something respectful it is enough, basically. But, you know, um, fruits, meats, food, mainly food based stuff is kind of what you get um, during those times. Um, but, you know, it, 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 it is nice. Um, but, yeah, um, 79. Yosakoi Festival um, is, yeah, uh, Yosakoi is a dance, tr a variation of j traditional Japanese dance. It's a very colorful, lively um, dance festival all over Japan. Of course, now with the current situation, that's not really happening. Didn't happen last year, Not probably not going to happen this year. I've never been to one live, but um, the guy, my mentor, you know, one of his mentors, his company had like a group in that festival. So I was always seeing pictures and stuff from that guy going to the biggest festival in Japan and going all crazy, um, which is I thought was kind of cool. Um, at some point in time, uh, it's not really my thing. So, uh, you know, all right, whatever. Let me just move on to 78 Golden Week. Golden Week, um, I've talked about before, Golden Week's coming up, is kind of what um, the beginning of May, end of April, beginning of May, a series of 
holidays, Golden Week and Summer Holiday are kind of the two. Golden Week, Summer Holiday, end of the year are like the three main times in Japan for travel. This year, I'm wondering what's going to happen because since, you know, um, with the situation, uh, again, me not saying the word, um, the current the situation over the past year, um, last year, Golden Week, everyone just stayed home, was in the house. This year, I'm wondering if people are going to actually probably going to gonna venture out and travel. But of course, it's going to be domestic travel. International travel is not really a thing yet. Um, so I don't know really what's going what's gonna to happen. Um, <laughs> the last part of this golden week is travel chaos. So true. It's fucking ridiculous. Like it, it, it is. It's just fucking ridiculous. I, I, I think I've told you my philosophy of golden week is I stay the fuck home. I ain't trying to go nowhere during golden week just because everywhere is ridiculously crowded. Like I don't even want to go to the fucking shopping mall during golden week. Cause just like, you're just stuck in traffic, like wherever you go. Um, it's just fucking ridiculous. So, um yeah 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 um but but i mean on the opposite end of the spectrum though is 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 quiet at home like you know in my general area at my work area um it's kind of what i know work works busy for me during golden week because everyone's on vacation they're bored they don't know what the fuck to do so they want to come in and study english so um that's one of the biggest times of the year for me is golden week so i gotta actually put in my schedule for that um and make sure i'm i'm there on point ready to go ready to make this english teacher cash <laughs> during golden week <laughs> but yeah um so if if you are if you do come to japan as an english teacher and you are in a relationship that that can kind of become a, st- a point of tension you know contention my wife is kind of used to it and now i'm in a job where i can actually take days off at will um, so it's not as much of a thing, but you know, she does know, like I, during golden week, I do want to work as much as I can just because like, it's a, it's better for me, it, you know, pays a little bit higher and stuff like that. Um, and you know, there's a lot more bookings for me during that time. So, um, but, um, but you know, she's off. So it's just like, Hey, I want to spend time together. You know, you can see if you have a significant other, I want to spend time with you. But if you're an English teacher, you're probably going to have to work unless you're like an ALT or something like that. If you're a Kiowa teacher, you're probably going to have to work. So, so, you know, that could become a point of contention. Um, just to, just a fair warning, you know, depending on your job, where you work at, it could be a thing. 77 bentos. Bentos are delicious. There are so many of them. Lunch boxes, like wide varieties, wide different stuff. It's just, it's just great. Like, um, I think they speak for itself, you know, um, store-bought ones. Uh, if you even, like, I think I told you before, like, I used to live off of, like, this bento place like they just old ladies just cooking stuff up and they're just selling it by like the weight you know i used to just live off of it and that you could just order bentos like it was it was pretty much the closest thing to like you know for homemade stuff like it, it's fast food but it's just so, so much better than like eating like burger king every day you know um i don't know the name of the place i just know the sign it was like a pink sign like i know exactly what it looks like um but but yeah um, I'm, I'm not going to even bother putting it in the description, but if you, whatever, if you can buy fucking bento, buy a bento, um, preferably not a convenient store bento, it would be my advice. You know, if you can get a store bought one, get a store bought one, the closest to fresh, it, it makes a difference, right? Nothing wrong with convenience store ones, but they got preservatives and shit in there. All right, 76, Japanese candy. Uh, yep, 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 yep. Um, you know, there's always something interesting when you travel down the Japanese candy aisle. Um, 
you know, some hits, some misses, some craziness, but some, you know, good, good shit um, really speaks for itself. Um, Valentine's Day and White Day, you've heard me talk about complaining about this a few months ago. Again, Valent, you know, it's kind of split between two holidays. There's not like simultaneous giving and receiving of uh, romantic shit or as in the west valentine's day is strictly for the ladies to give to guys and then the guys are have to reciprocate on white day which is um march 15th by the way this year white day i completely forgot like i bought a big uh, at costco i just bought a big bag of chocolates but i forgot to bring them to work that day so i just like fuck so i just like had to, i just opened it up one day i went to eat chocolate i just ate a bunch of chocolate i ran you know i normally don't eat chocolate like once a month i eat chocolate i just binge and then i'm just like okay i'm done for like a few weeks so i really i came back at the house i was like fuck i really want to eat some chocolate <laughs> sorry sorry busy day um um i was like fuck i really want to eat some chocolate and i saw that big ass bag poking through and i was like fuck it you know, it's getting warm. It's going to melt anyway. Let me just open it up. Ate a bunch of them. Gave a bunch of them away. And then just took the rest to work and just like, huh. <laughs> Everyone sprinkled it all over the place. <laughs> Funny thing. Um, our dog groomer, right? <laughs> it was a weird interaction. Like, I, I kind of realized, like, in hindsight, like, I kind of might have fucked up that interaction. Because, long story short, I was supposed to um take my dog, pick my dog up from the dog groomer. And like, um, I fucked up the time or whatever, but, um, the chocolate, the bag of chocolates that I opened, my mother-in-law was like, Hey, uh, you know, as actually reciprocating a gift that the dog groomer gave, I think some vegetable, I forgot what it was. It's Yamaimo. I forgot to say it. It's like a it's way too complicated to explain. All right, whatever. Fine. It's like a radish. It's like a sticky radish. It's really good. Um, but it's like a sticky, slimy kind of radish when you grind it up. But anyway, um, so randomly we got that from the dog groomer so to reciprocate she was like do you mind if we give some of these chocolates these delicious chocolates to the dog groomer i was like hey cool it's a bunch of them i don't give a fuck whatever you gotta get rid of these shits i gotta put the rest of them in my bag anyway it's way too much it's annoying to carry this because it's a costco bag so it's like a big ass bag of like some pretty good chocolates so i'm like i ain't trying to take this big heavy ass bag to work so take take as many as you fucking want give them to everybody i don't care so, you know, I was supposed to pick the dog up, but I kind of wasn't really paying too much attention to what she was saying. So I actually got the order of what I was supposed to do things wrong. And I was supposed to go pick everyone else, my wife and my son up, then go to the dog groomer. But I went to the dog groomer first. So I went there and she was like, oh, shit, your dog's not ready. Like, OK, but I had the bag of chocolate. So I was like, all right, cool. My bad. Like, you know, all right, no problem. I'll just come back later. We kind of talk about you know, it, it worked out great because actually the time I had I was supposed to come back was actually still too early. So she wanted me to come back later. So I was like, all right, cool. But then I was like, oh, shit, I got this bag of chocolates. So this is where it gets awkward. And like because um, giving thing, you know, Japanese people kind of look into stuff sometimes, you know, and I kind of realized when I got back in the car, like it I imagine she might have been a bit shocked because I had this small little bag and I was like, okay, cool. Uh, here. <laughs> and I just like thrust the, the bag towards her, you know, and it, and it was clearly like a present, but you know, um, how do I explain? You know, in Japan, like me doing something like that, could kind of without explanation could kind of seem like i'm propositioning her 
you know, or like I'm kind of confessing that I like her or something like that. It, it, it could be, you know, deemed as like a romantic gesture. You know, and I saw her face kind of like, like, what are you doing? You know, not like shock, like, oh, shit, it's going down. Kind of like, oh, fuck, because it was just like us two there, you know. And so um, I had talked to her before. And, you know, she's married, and, you know. Um, but we're about the same age and, you know, it's, you know what I'm saying? It could kind of, it could go like that. It could be seen like that. And so I was like, I saw her reaction and I was like, oh yeah, wait, no, um, the young Yamaimo, (laughs) I was trying to explain, like, you know, it's not for me, it's for my mother-in-law, so just take it. (laughs) I mean, I, I, I didn't think like it could be seen as romantic gesture at that moment, but, I just kind of saw her reaction, her kind of shocked reaction. So, um, you know, because a lot of times, like, in hindsight, actually, too, because, you know, that kind of just like, if I'm here, kind of just like, I don't know what the fuck to do, just take this kind of thing is actually how Japanese people, because you're, how if you see in movies and TV shows, again, it's never really happened to me, but I've kind of seen it happen, like, to another person, like, how someone who likes someone generally like in kind of like a juvenile way if it, I, I don't know if a young adults do it too but Japanese people are generally very shy and you know don't really communicate their feelings so much openly so a lot of times when people do try to communicate their feelings openly it's kind of blurted out or you know given indirectly through a gesture like a card or a note or a present or something like that and that's also blurted out too it's just like here take it you know and then people run away or something can't you know whatever um so the way in hindsight the way i did it is actually how japanese people confess that they like someone to each other (laughs) and i realized that when i got into the car and i was like Oh shit! That, was, that must have been awkward for her for a second, and it, it reminds me of—I don't know if I ever told you guys. Fuck, I never told you guys this. Okay, <laughs> I don't think I should, should I tell this. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll tell this story. Um, <laughs> um, it's kind of something. Let me see what time is it. All right. Um, story time, people. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so. Um, God, I hope my wife never hears this. So, um, like several years ago, like when I lived in central Tokyo, um, with my wife and there was like this grocery store, really nice grocery store, um, that opened up young couple worked there and, you know, they started up, we, we, we were friends and, you know, cute young wife. It's not about them, by the way. Um, but you know, um, so I used to go there buy beer. It was like organic, like healthy kind of food stuff. So baking you know goods for bacon cookies i started getting into bacon and stuff they had you know domestically grown uh natural stuff some organic stuff some good craft beer so i was always going in there um and you know um, both of them could speak english Uh, the wife you know i think grew up in the states the husband was uh, half japanese but you know he was also really really fluent in english um spent a lot of time in the states as well so um you know we got along really well and they hired kind of like, you know, women in their early 30s, housewives, stuff like that, around the same age or whatever, women. And one of the staff members, uh, I forgot if she was married or single, maybe single. She carried herself like maybe she was single, but she knew I was married. I came in with my wife sometimes. But, you know, in Japan, that's not really a big issue. But like, so sometimes I come in, talk to her, stuff like that. 
and like one <laughs> one time I went into the store and I was buying some fruits or something and I went in and it was just me and her in the store and I went to the counter and I, I was buying lemons that's what it was right and some natural lemons and I, I was and she was like oh you are something like that we were talking to Japanese and I was like ah oh, like you know i was like basically i was like oh i'm so nervous you know she was like why why are you so nervous you know and i was like oh because i gotta bake this pie <laughs> i never baked it before <laughs> and her face just totally dropped and she got so fucking serious and she's like oh okay <laughs> And then she just like rung up my stuff and she just gave me like the dirtiest look ever. And I was like, why? What? You know? And so I think another one of my students or someone who I confided in, you know, I was really close with the, the, the next day or something like that. I asked him, I was like, I had this weird encounter. Like, you know, and I told him what happened and he was like, he just shook his head. He was like, dude like you saying something like that he was an older guy he was like you saying something like that is how guys try to you know let girls know that they like them basically and so she was probably really upset that you know you she probably liked you and thought you were trying to let her know that you thought she was pretty or something like that and you just totally didn't do it and i was like oh my my bad (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sorry i just want some lemons <laughs> had to make that lemon tart pie <laughs> so yeah 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 um i don't know why i got off that on that tangent so okay let me just power through the rest of this list um and then get up out of here 74 sake i don't know why sake is so low on this list there's so much you know so many things to say about sake you've heard me talk about it in the past you probably uh, hopefully you've drunk it in the past again yaya kalakuchi dai ginjo you can't go wrong with those two words. Again, Yaya Kalakuchi, Dai Ginjo, or even Kalakuchi is okay. But Dai Ginjo is like, you know, I might do um, in the don't don't tie me to it, but I might do like a sake breakdown. But basically, Dai Ginjo is like the highest quality. It's Ginjo, Dai Ginjo, and then no, there's Dai Ginjo, Ginjo, and then something else. I forgot the uh, um, the lower rank, lower level ones. But oh, the quality of the sake. So Dai Ginjo is going to be the highest quality sake. Um, of course, you know, in Dai Ginjo, there's um different levels and grades within that, right? Um, but but that's going to taste a lot better, a lot smoother than the lower uh, level ones. Uh, and, um, the different sweetness and dryness of the sake, but whatever, I'm not going to get too deep into it right now, just cause I'm trying to get the fuck out of here. It's past midnight. Uh, next one, 73 Japanese desserts. I'm not a huge fan of Japanese desserts. They look nice, but they don't really taste that good to me. You know, I'll eat them if they're kind of powdery for the most part, like the ones in the picture, they're kind of powdery. Yeah, whatever. I'm not really too much into it. 72 I'm see why is Amachan um ahead of sake it doesn't make any sense but they're free diving Japanese pearl collectors um I think if you google this you'll find some topless pics I, I think they used to dive topless in the 60s yeah yeah right um they were a topic of, of much interest in the west for many years because they dove wearing only a loincloth up to the 60s yeah, 
basically they were just diving topless, you know. Hey, you, you come on, man. You know me. Like, I mean, I've seen some pictures, and you know, it looks exotic. <laughs> Got my motor going, you know. That's all I can say about that. Uh, Omiyage seventy one, yeah, which is just gifts again, souvenirs, souvenirs. Um, buying souvenirs. If let me give you one piece of advice: if you have coworkers, you have Japanese friends, you're in a relationship. If you go on, don't fucking tell anybody you're going on vacation. Don't do it unless you're prepared to buy them a souvenir. That whole group gets one souvenir. You know, your girlfriend, she needs a souvenir. Your friend, Japanese friends, they need souvenirs. You got it. You just got to buy souvenirs for everybody. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is in this country. Sometimes I just don't tell people I'm going anywhere. I'm sorry. I just got to be real with you. I just, if I don't feel like paying for a bunch of goddamn souvenirs, you know, and, and trying to keep track of how many people I, I spilled the beans that I'm going on a fucking onsen trip to. Like, <laughs> I just shut the fuck up. Don't tell anybody I'm going anywhere because I just know I'm supposed to buy souvenirs for everybody. It's just fucking annoying sometimes. So I just I just learned to shut the fuck up, man. Like, <laughs> especially around Japanese people, you know, because they'll be like, oh, so how was your trip? And they just got like, oh, shit, fuck, I forgot to bring a souvenir. Fuck, I'm an asshole. Like, you know, they, they know. They know. They keep track. So just don't tell anybody, you know, unless you're prepared to buy everybody a souvenir. That's the best advice I can give you. Trust me. Um, 70, uh, hot coffee and hot pet bottles. Yeah, hot pet is kind of strange to me. It's like hot plastic bottles, which is good in wintertime. Yeah, you can, but from vending machines, they do have hot drinks that come in plastic bottles. Hot coffee is not really, you know, my big thing. I do drink it in a pinch at work recently just to keep myself, you know, flowing and going, um, you know, because I'm up nights checking shit, doing shit. So, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's good. It's delicious. It's great. Japanese fashion, 69. Yep. Um, 69 is fashion. Yeah. <laughs> um, their Japanese fashion is a big thing here in Japan. If you are a fashionable person, even if you aren't, you will notice that everyone here is quite trendy. Um, it's just something you have to adjust to. Walking outside and rocking around in flip-flops and fucking um, yoga pants is not really the thing for women to do here. You know, um, yoga pants are kind of becoming a little bit of a thing, kind of. But it's not really widespread, you know. Um, it's kind of got to be done right, in my opinion, in Tokyo fashion terms. But, um, but yeah, um, I don't think you have to follow all of the high fashion trends. But just do your best. Keep yourself, you know, um, put together the best way you can um definitely hygiene clean shaven hair do something with that you know to the best of your abilities don't just be like fuck it you know please don't please don't you will especially if you're in a relationship don't do it it's not cute all right um 68 small bars and restaurants it's not really my thing i think i've told you so many times in the past i want to meet new people i want to like mingle and small restaurants and bars are just not the place to do that i mean if you want to practice your japanese that's a place to go but eh, not really because most of the people there will probably want to practice their english if, if you're new to japan i would say yeah small restaurants and bars are a good place to go just plop yourself down some people will be friendly with you um 
but for me, it's just no real benefit to that at all. I've just been here too long enough to really know what's up, to be able to communicate with people in Japanese. I kind of know where the conversation is going to go. It's just not going to be a thing for me at all. So, yeah. Um, Kaiseki. Kaiseki is traditional Japanese multipurpose dinner. Don't really have too much to say about that. It's just Japanese food. Um, and where are we? Oh. Uh, tatami love it love tatami you've heard me talk about tatami so much in the past it's just a great surface great flooring it just needs to, you got to take care of it um i've talked about how i ruined my tatami in um my the guest house i live in in the past by putting my computer chair all over it and when it's gone to shit it's just gone to shit trust me ugh. um but <laughs> but in general like you know if you take care of it um don't put anything heavy on it. Don't drag every anything over it. It's a great surface to have. Um, you know, I had like a nice little futon on it, a little cushion futon. Uh, a little <laughs> get memories of that thing. <laughs> it serves me right. Served me right in my twenties. Okay, <laughs> but um, but yeah, um, it's a good surface. If if you got a place with some good tatami, I think you're good to go. Um, just take it. Just make sure you take care of it. Vacuum it. Um, if you live in a like a southern part of Japan, be careful because you can get kind of dust mites on there that will fuck you up. You know, so you gotta make sure you vacuum it. Um, let air flow through and all that shit. So you know, hang out your futon and all that jazz. But whatever. But it's a great surface. Uh, manga cafes. Um, not really my thing. You know. Um, but. For those who are, every people love them. People love them. Um, 63 New Year's cards. Again, this is another thing that, um, yeah, I'm happy. Like, I don't really have private students that send me New Year's cards anymore. That I, at one point in time, I was writing like 15 New Year's cards when I was like freelancing a year. It was such a pain just to, <laughs> I'm just happy that part is over. You know, I just, just avoid it don't even start it if you can avoid it um tattoos yep um again tattoos are being more accepted in japan but you know it's not really a thing here i don't have any tattoos i'm not anti-tattoo i think i've told you before that time in my life just passed me by you know i'm just not i'm comfortable enough in my own skin to be able to like not go back and redo the shit that i didn't do in my 20s like i'm I'm fine without a tattoo, man. Like, you know, I'm not knocking anybody who has a tattoo. I'm just saying, like, I ain't, you know, at that point in time, I didn't think, you know, I, I, th I gave my background story previously in the podcast. I'm not going to go over it. But, yeah, it's just, you know, tattoos are not a thing here. So you have to tread carefully if you do have one. That's all I'm saying. Just know the rules, the do's and the don'ts. That's all. Um, and 61 is uh, masks. And this picture of is the shit that I used to see all the time when I, yeah, girls don't really dress like this so much anymore. Like the high, I think this is like, yeah, about 10 years ago fashion, like high, um, this is, yeah, this is like when I, around when I was here in Japan, girls used to dress like this all the time. Like, um, thigh high stockings, thigh high socks and, um, coats or shorts, 
and yeah sometimes you hate you so you see this walking down the street you know all over the place you'd be like okay what's this what's going on right here and she turns around she's wearing a mask and you're like god damn it she's wearing a surgical mask just fuck the whole vibe up (laughs) you know um yeah of, of course you're probably getting used to this in western countries now but this is something i've just been dealing with since i've gotten here for the past 16 plus years so it's not a big deal to me but um but yeah 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 16 yeah seven i'm going on 17 16 and a half 16 and a half years damn so um, i'm sure you know that you know that it, the world has adjusted to face masks um but it was something that took a bit of adjustment for me coming here so um, but yeah, so all right, all right. Let me let me let me hurry up and wrap this episode up because um, again, I just want to start tomorrow off fresh because I'm still don't exactly know what my schedule is gonna be for tomorrow. So all right, let me get the fuck out of here. Again, just show me some patience over the next month, and I'll holler you next time. Peace.